Hmm, what day is it? I would have to say, I'm going to guess because I can't think of off the top of my head. So I'm going to go with 28th. Is it September 12th? No, it's September 26th. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not paying attention to dates sometimes. I mean, it's just one of those weird things, but I guess I'm, that's what I'm going to be triumphing over. Know yeah. the day of the week before you go on your podcast. Oh, well. That's the stuff that happens. But good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We're hoping you're having a great night. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, everyone. This is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0 on this Triumph Tuesday, September 26th, and episode number 679. And yes, I am multitasking. <laughs> but you know what? The triumph, I think, is really, I think it's really in how we, where did she go? She disappeared. I'm still here. Oops, I'm still here. Sorry. No, I, I had a message coming. I was trying to get it off. Oh, okay. So I lost my train of thought. But I think what I was trying to get out is, I think a lot of times, you know, the triumph is in uh, how we how we move forward with different things, like how do, how do we navigate? How do we keep things structured? How do we keep that routine going? And, yeah. you know, we're all a work in progress. And I think I'm, I think I'm kind of getting there, you know, I'm, you know, got my kind of groove in and, you know, that's what I'm triumphing over. Well, that's good. I mean, it's good to be in your groove, uh, even if you're out of your groove. Uh, sometimes it leads you to another path or journey or something unsuspecting that happens and it turns out to be something good. Something is sometimes it's unsuspecting and it turns out to be not so good. Uh, it's really on your mindset and how you think of it. And I always say, you know, a lot of people talk about triumph. They talk about failures success how could you you know if you keep failing where's the success and it's really all in the mindset uh there are stumbling blocks that if you were to uh, and i thought about this at the most oddest time i think it was about 3 a.m this morning uh that it came to me about talking about success and triumphing over it. and i think too many times too many people look at very successful people, whether they're entrepreneurs, whether they're in sports, uh, you know, an athlete, they got it all, right? Um, boy, you know, what it's, what is it like to be on the top? Like, and they, they're forgetting that those that are at the top of their game or those that are at the top of their success, whatever their perspective uh, profession is, whether you're an entrepreneur, uh, top of your game, you know, in, in your nine to five or top of your game being a parent, let's be real. Uh, do not ever doubt that they have days where they second guess themselves. Maybe they get a little irate, uh, feel down, like I can't do this. It's too hard. You know, I flubbed up. How do I rebound? They Their mindset is such that they don't dwell on it. And I think that's the key piece to, to success. Failure is part of being successful because you have to fail before you succeed in anything that you do. Now, when I say fail, the only time you really fail is if you quit. Then, then that's a failure. You quit. 
But if you actually look at it and say, I didn't reach that goal. I didn't, I said I was going to get to this point and I had it on my vision board. I was going to do it. And at the end of the day, I didn't get there. But was there some successes within that failure? Because usually they are. And I think those, uh, the greats that I talk about, the Tom Brady's of the world, uh, uh, Messi, the soccer player, who uh, is our grandson's favorite soccer player. Um, uh, what's her name? That great gymnast, little, little, um, I think of her name, not Sonia. Ugh. She just made it to the eighth, you know, eighth nationals or whatever the heck she's doing and getting to the Olympics, you know, beyond anyone's wildest dreams. If we don't look at them and say they paid the price with dedication, they paid the price with they knew they had to put in the work to get to, to where they are. But that does not mean that that didn't come at a cost. They, they had their failures along the way too. They just decided they weren't going to dwell on it. So when we talk about triumphing over something, it really is not allowing your brain to go into that. It's going to go there regardless. We're all human beings, right? So we eventually get there. But don't dwell on it. Just say, okay, that didn't work out. Or the goal, I didn't complete it. I didn't, you know, I tried it this way. It didn't work. You know, next time, maybe I've got to renegotiate how I'm, I look at it or I'm doing it. To, to make sure that I'm meeting that expectation of what, and a lot of the times the expectation, don't you think the expectation we put upon ourselves? Oh, I think definitely. I Because I think failure is, is part of the growth. In fact, Dan Bongino just wrote a book about failure. I don't recall what the exact name of the book is, but he, you know, he points out all of his failures in a way where you know, where he's learned from them. And I, I can think of something very specific, you know, this past week or, you know, with, you know, things going on that, you know, okay, this, this thing that happened, it was frustrating, but what I learned about it is that that failure, or if I was looking at it as a failure was really an opportunity for me to learn and grow. And I think if we just kind of like <clears throat> when we're in the midst of that, like, oh my God, like this is so frustrating. It's annoying the heck out of me. Like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm learning something here. So the next time this potentially happens, I not only know what to do, I can help others with it. Right. And, and I think the key piece is look how long the journey was for a lot of these that are that are really on top of their game. Like they didn't just, you know, and, and we, in society, we do what we call those overnight sensations, right? I mean, they come out of nowhere, but as a whole, most people have to live a very disciplined life. And now I'm speaking athletics. Uh, well, actually I could say it's probably everything because you, you, you gotta be disciplined in anything that you do that you want to succeed at. And sometimes it's years in the making, you know, it's part of the years in the making is actually learning uh, to renegotiate, renavigate what's worked, what's not working. Okay, I, I triumphed over that, but now I got this even bigger, bigger, bigger hurdle. And then knowing that to, in order to sustain, you know, when you get on top of your game, whether it's in your profession, whether it's sports, again, entrepreneur, parent, teacher, whatever the the profession may be, 
in order for you to really get top of your game, it takes dedication. It takes discipline. And I think the discipline piece is where people kind of crumble. You know, they, the good intentions start, like, you know, we go back to talking about that, those, those resolutions, like this right. is my year. This, and then, you know, you talk to that same person. Oh yeah, I, 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 I didn't stick with that because it takes discipline. And a lot of people don't want to put the discipline that is necessary to perfect, to have that drive to, to meet and really grasp. I got to do that in order to be successful. And that's the whole point of trying Tuesday is knowing that even with our failures that you got to embrace because this is part of the success. It's a, it's a piece of the puzzle. What did I learn from it? Mm-hmm. A lot of times the failure is actually a lesson or, or something learned. And maybe you're learning a new habit. You're learning a new way of doing something. You're learning to compromise or to renegotiate, renavigate. And that's hard for a lot of people. You know, they, they, they hold on tight to how they're doing something. Nobody wants to be told, perfect example was today this is something like a little 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 but so john takes out the vacuum cleaner now we have two different heads for it one for floor one for uh carpet and he said oh i think we we got vacuum i said i vacuumed the whole house yesterday he says really because there seems to be like a lot of cow here on uh we have two cats one uh is uh hypoallergenic so he doesn't really shed like the other one does and I said I can't tell you like you know it's a smaller vacuum it's one of those lightweight ones but it's got a good size two copper thing where it holds all the dirt in here I said I filled that thing up three times doing the entire house along with the carpet well you're using the wrong head and I said I realized that because we only have a small carpet, everything else is floor. So I just, I don't bother even changing it. I'd rather go over the carpet three or four times than rather than change the head. I know it's kind of dumb. I could just easily change the head up. He goes, well, I'm going to prove it to you. So I said, so you're telling me I failed it back to me? So he goes and he changes the head. And he goes to back in the carpet. And sure enough, some hair came out, but it wasn't like this over exuberant amount. And he said, well, I guess it d- sort of makes a difference, but, you know, and I said, that's my point. It sort of makes a difference. And I'm sure it does. I know it does. But for the amount of time it takes me to do that, I just want to whip through the house. You know, I do it often enough. So he says, yeah, but don't you want to do it right the first time? And I'm like, okay. I'll change the head. Do I want to do it? No. Am I disciplined to do it? No, because it's a pain in the butt, but it will make my job easier. So I'm trying to make it easy, taking the easy way out, but it's not getting the job done. So I had to, I got to renegotiate. I got to renavigate. And sometimes it's someone interjecting to tell you that, even though you're like, ah. That's part of like really letting go of that control and saying, you know what, I got to learn to do it a better way to be more efficient. So I got to take his advice, even though let's be real women. Who wants to take the advice from their hubby? Uh, Certainly not me. On certain things, on certain things. Right, right, right. And and, um, 
I'm just yeah. laughing here. Uh, you know, failure, I think, too, we think of, like, when we think that we really failed at something, let's be real, it kind of wreaks on your havoc on your, your nervous system. And you start, I think you start to, like, worry that, you know, am I worthy of this? Am I... And like all these things yeah. pop up, like you got to put your foot on the, on the, instead of on the gas, put it on the brake and like, give yourself the grace and dignity and respect that you so well deserve and just like chill out about it. Um, and your stubbornness. I mean, I mean, I was stubborn on, and I do it that way. I no, didn't I realize that. We all are. We all get into our little groove of how we like things done, how to get things done. How many out there say, oh, I fold my towels this way. That I, That's not how I fold my towels because I know I, they got to be stacked up, neat and tidy. And there's other people that just kind of whip them together. Well, what's it? You're just going to grab it tomorrow. And, but it, it's, it festers with people. And you get to pick and choose your battle on what is and what, what's important, what you know you need to be disciplined on, what you need to be accountable for. So, I mean, those are the little perks on all the different little pieces of the failure and the successes, but they all, uh, you have to look at a failure is, it was a blessing in disguise. Maybe it was meant to be that way. Maybe I'm supposed to do it that way. Maybe my mindset needed a jolt and we can never be too stubborn and or too, closed-minded to think that we cannot keep improving ourselves on how we do things. I know that old saying, you can't teach an old dog tricks, uh, new tricks, but you certainly can. If you decide that, you know what, ultimately I'm in control of how I act and how I react. So if I react differently, meaning that maybe I need to flip my mindset about something. Don't you think like if we just are open to fine tuning how we think, Half the time, that's half of the negotiations. Say, oh, I can do that, right? That is kind of a better way of doing something. Yeah, because I think part of the renegotiating or kind of um, sifting your way through, you know, on your journey, like, you know, what am I going to do about this particular thing? I think you really do have to stop and and really just focus on the learning experience part of it. I'm not saying that saying that I do that all the time because sometimes you know what I want to be I, I want to get pissed off I just like I I need to process the feelings so if I'm like er and I can't get past I know past a certain point I you know we've talked about this all the time I put the timer on my phone sometimes I have to do it 10 to 15 minutes and I allow myself that opportunity to er, be mad or whatever <laughs> once my timer goes off, that's it. It usually helps me work and it kind of, and it kind of focuses my attention in a different area to like get over that hump and you know move forward. Sometimes you got to put yourself in the time out, you know, or like you said, pause or like reflect, let me switch that, switch that mindset. And today I heard uh, kind of a funny story. I was chatting with one of my, my pickleball friends, one of my pickleball girls, and she goes, oh, yeah, I was just playing with this one person, and they were so grouchy, and they were so miserable, and I finally looked at her and said, let's just have fun. Why don't you why, change it? Put a smile on your face. 
actually put a smile on your face and maybe you'll, because she was complaining that uh, I, I sucked at the three games before. And she goes, well, you look like you look miserable. Lighten up, put a smile on your face. I'm thinking to myself, what a good way to look at that. I mean, sometimes we have to know what our facial expressions are. And a lot of times our facial expressions are the reflection of what's going on in our brain. And then we outwardly start transforming into that mood because we look miserable. So if you look miserable, you probably are miserable. So why not flip that and say, you know what? It was out of my hands. That game's over with. It's a new game. And that's how really we have to look at a lot of things. But just rest assured that even those that are in top have these days where they're trying to renegotiate, renavigate how they're going to transfer remake, redo, change their mindset and change their attitude, work harder. And those failures are actually, I call those the stepping stones that we need to, in the steps that we need to actually take, whether it's two, st that two steps forward, one step back, we have to do that to get to the end of the staircase, to get to the goal. And I think that's just the way that we have to look at things and not be so hard on ourselves. Exactly. And I do want to go back to one thing, because when you mentioned um, a timeout, I'm thinking to myself, gee, I wonder how many times per day my sister puts herself in a timeout. <laughs> well, not as often as you think. Not as like, I really, I, I know, like, when I'm at that uh, moment, and that's usually when I'll go journal, I'll take a deep breath, I'll put on a really good song get me out of the funky mood or like change my mindset um like even with the, the the vacuum cleaner i was not happy camper that he was lecturing me how to vacuum but at the same time you know he proved the point that i really should switch it out even though i didn't want to hear that so i was busy making you know uh, dinner and i made a really great homemade dessert today it's a vegan protein pumpkin loaf which i'm gonna try it in a little bit so I was really focused on that. So I kind of let him, you know, sometimes you got to give a little. So I had to give a little and that was okay. Sometimes you got to eat that humble pie. So how many times a day do I eat the humble pie? A couple, a couple usually. And I, doesn't bother me to do that. Well, you know, I think to a certain degree I do that, but you know, it's just me. You know how I say it's just me being me? Well, it's. I know that sounds corny, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. And if it's putting yeah, yourself you in the time now, that's the way it goes. So exactly. And I just got a red alert. I literally been on my phone all day, red, red, red. So I don't want to like peace out. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing, them, you know, so with that, we're going to wrap this up before Nani Boston's phone is dead to the door now, because it's getting pretty close. We hope that you keep your mind open, that you uh, humble yourself enough, put yourself in that timeout, take a pause, take a breather, dance until you, you, know, you get that good feeling back and know that you're not alone. And even those that you admire, that you follow on your different social medias, or maybe you're following a, an actor or a sports singer, whatever it may be, they have days too like this. They're not perfect, nor are we. Uh, with that, uh, this is Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss, gonna go try some of my new recipe 
and we wish you we wish you but we both wish you a really really great triumph tuesday and we know that there's something that you're triumphing over you may not know it yet but you will with that this is carol sue aka naughty boss live with two sisters hey everyone this is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 put yourself in a timeout your self tomorrow will thank you we'll see you soon take care bye for now bye, -bye.